1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard on the eve of a big night in Europe for Rangers. Giovanni van Bronckhurst denies there's any arrogance in his team after the Borussia Dortmund win. Elsewhere, there's a huge game in the Premiership it's done Dundee take on St. Mirren and Scotland's latest under 21 squad is announced, and there is still no Aaron Hickey. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight, if you want to put your thoughts to them, is Cami Bell and Marvin Bartley. Marvin, Scottish football never stands still. We've had league football, we've got the cup just around the corner and a huge night for Rangers tomorrow
2: yeah absolutely massive night for them Um, and as Gio said you know that the players don't hold any arrogance I think arrogance is a good thing at times I think uh, obviously you don't want too much arrogance but I think they should have confidence Uh, Red Star they are a very very good team they can't afford to go into it and and think they've won the game but they need to know listen if they turn up and perform the way they did against Dortmund in those two games then you know I think they'll go through to, to the next round so yeah massive massive week for Scottish football
1: there is rarely such a thing as a quiet week In Scottish football Cammie Bell, that's a couple of talking points That's before we even still digest the news That Scott Brown's leaving Aberdeen And where will he go after this Like we said, big cup games around the corner Big night in the Championship last night So it is all happening
3: Yeah it is, it's exciting It's that time of the season where We're in the business end of the season and, and this is where titles are won and lost Cups are won and lost So no, huge games coming up Rangers game tomorrow night Really looking forward to it I think if they continue their form, which they have been in great form in Europe, um, they will progress through this uh, this round.
1: And the breaking news tonight, Marvin, is that you were here at ten to six. <laughs> Actually,
2: to, by your to own two.
1: standards, that is magnificent. I'm delighted. You're a consummate <laughs> professional. Uh, anyway, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Marvin and Cammy both keen to hear what you've got on your mind, so please don't disappoint them. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Rangers fans, how are you feeling then? Ahead of tomorrow, this is the night before, obviously, we start thinking about the team, who should play, who shouldn't play, any left field choices for you, is it going to be similar lines to the Dortmund game, who's impressed you since then, pick up that phone and let us know, can you do it ultimately, where are the the confidence levels, you knocked out Borussia Dortmund in the last round, one of the favourites, is it a case of full confidence for Red Star Belgrade, or are there any... Uh, Nagging doubts Nagging concerns in there Do let us know Celtic fans Quiet week for you Certainly it's not often we say that Won't have had many midweeks off Since the start of the campaign Uh, So let us know what's on your mind Having had a bit more time To perhaps sit back And take stock Looking forward to talking Aaron Hickey A bit later on as well Still not in the Scotland Under 21 squad Doesn't seem like he wants to be And uh, I've noticed in social media Lots of you I've got a lot on your mind With regarding that one So 0141 951 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB You of course Right in the thick of it At the weekend I'm sure you weren't calm At the time But now you've had a bit of time To sit back What did you make of that one?
2: Um, firstly, let's talk about the the referee and decisions. What you make, you know, it, it's very difficult. You know, when you do play against uh, Celtic, you need everything to go in your favour. You know, you need your goalkeeper to have a ten out of ten. You know, you need your players to perform to a high level, but you need to also need the officials to to get things right. Um, so it was upsetting um, and disappointing. You know that the corner was given, then we we concede off it. Um, you know, and there's a few other things that happened in the game that you know we weren't in total agreement with. But let's move on to Celtic and how good they were. You know, I have to be honest, they were they were unbelievable. Um at times, you know, you, you talk about their players, I'm a great, you know, believer in Callum McGregor and the ability that he has. But Tom Rogic for me um on the day was was unplayable. You know, some of the some of the things he was doing with the ball was, was absolutely unbelievable. Um some of the positions he was picking up. Um I thought he was absolutely fantastic for them. James Forrest as well, who who got man of the match in the game was brilliant. Um Maida as well, you know, he's a player that I've looked at a couple of times. I, I watched him play against Hibs. Um, he didn't have too many touches, but his movement, you know, was, was absolutely frightening in that game. And for me, a Celtic perform like that, there's there's not a lot you can do. And, you know, it's one of those games I've watched it back twice now, I think, or, or maybe even three times, because you, you need to learn from games like that. You know, you need to learn from when you see players play like that and, and the way he's put that team together. Um, I, I was lucky enough to get a couple of minutes with him after. Um, and you just felt like you're in a presence of, of kind of greatness. And it sounds weird. Um, he has this kind of aura about him but listen the way that Celtic played in that game referee decisions didn't help us but when they're in that sort of form you're not stopping them anyway.
1: So much was made about the fantastic record you guys had against Celtic going into it did it feel like they were well aware of that and and they turned up and and were bang at it and knew they had to be this time to to get the win?
2: Yeah I think that you know the way that they had been in the media leading up to the game um, you know that they knew about the record um, how strong it was for us at Livingston and they were coming with no excuses, you know, I know that Celtic had trained on the on the artificial pitch that they have, um, you know, they were fully prepared, there was no excuses, they weren't coming in saying they didn't want to play on it or how bad it was, and he's a man that doesn't make excuses, and, and that's why, you know, I think a lot of people around Scotland hold a lot of respect for him, but they came, they turned up, they were fantastic, and it, if I'm honest, I probably had another gear as well, um, which is probably the most worrying thing for us, but... So much has been made of the fast starts they make in game in the first 60 minutes. To me, you know, they were they were so good throughout. And as I said, I think they had another gear and, and Tom Rogic is in that sort of form. He is unplayable. Come on then, 01419511025. If you've any lingering thoughts from the weekend, I know it's
1: Wednesday, but Marvin's here uh, having had a fairly good insight into what went on. Feel free to get them across. Rangers fans keen to hear from you. What about tomorrow night? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? Pick your team. How confident are you? Anything else surrounding that game? Do let us know right now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear a bit from Giovanni van Bronckhorst. He is confident they can get a good result. He says they're working hard to make sure they can take a win over for the away leg.
4: We're happy with we uh, we overcame uh, Dortmund. We know with um, the opponent we're facing now, it's going to be tough again. You know they were the group winners uh, in their group. Uh, but, you know, we, we start all over again. We, we want to be in the next round. We are working hard and, and preparing well, as we did uh, in the last previous games, to to be ready for tomorrow. And uh, I have full confidence we can, uh, we can have a good result. But uh, Europe, you know, every game is, is tough. So uh, we do everything possible to, to make sure we, we can go uh, into the next round. William's a Rangers fan on the line. How are you feeling ahead of tomorrow,
1: William?
5: Yeah, hello, oh Gordon, Cammy, Is it Marvin? It is indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly confident. The best start will be a, a difficult game, you know what I mean? It's a different challenge. They're, they're not a level of Dortmund, but it will be very difficult. They're champions of their own league. But the, the narrative last night, Gordon, I can uh, you were saying uh, it could benefit Celtic if us playing extra games. I, I I find that absolute nonsense. Right? our squad's big enough to cope enough to to continue with two games every week. You no, know? and this is massive for us, massive for the league and massive for the country. But a Scottish team, right, going to get into the quarter finals of Europe a chance, you no know I mean you are done it you done it I won't say we're going to win it
1: Gordon but you've got a chance You know what I mean Look Look, to, to be fair Will I, I asked what impact Would Rangers being in Europe And Celtic not have In the title race Just ask the question Hugh actually agreed with you I know that might make you Feel a bit uneasy He didn't think it, it benefited uh, Celtic and, and was detrimental to Rangers Gordon said he was on the fence Maybe one or two callers uh, Said that But I actually think it was, it was more the other way If anything In the studio Um Without going over all ground from last night Too much Cammy We are now in that situation Where Rangers are fighting on On more fronts than Celtic are.
3: Yeah they are Um, For me My opinion on it is that You ask any footballer They want to play in the big games So they want to be in as many competitions as they can Um, They'll be delighted that they've got a huge game Tomorrow night And a game that I think Rangers are well capable of winning If they continue their form That they have been in um, In European football Then then they should go and get a good positive result To take away um, tomorrow night, um, but listen, Rangers. I think Rangers players will want to play week in week out, um, whether it's midweek, most weeks, and then that's okay with the players because they can build momentum. Um, and I don't think there'll be any excuses from the Rangers side and say they're tired and that's the reason they've lost the league if they don't go and win the league. Um, I think it'll be it'll be honest that they've maybe not been good enough and, and consistent enough in league form. Um, but there'll be no excuses. I think they do have a big enough squad. Um, to go and compete in all competitions.
2: Yeah, you know, you only for me, you only feel fatigue when you're losing games. You know, as Cammy said there, if you're winning games of football, you're going through in Europe, you're progressing, you don't feel that fatigue. You know, the difficulty probably comes if you do get knocked out in the next couple of games, you, you're kind of on a, a slide from there. But listen, once they're in there and they're, and they're doing well, those players won't be worried about fatigue. They're just worried about playing week in, week out, as Cammy said, and they want to keep their place in the team. Mm. You mentioned
1: Dortmund there, William. How do you reassess the size of this challenge where... I think most people would accept they're not as good as as Dortmund. Does that does that fill you with more confidence, or is that then a dangerous mindset to, to fall into?
5: Well, what I'm thinking, Gordon. Right? Like, how strong is the Serbian league? Right? They'll get two good teams. Right? They'll get two very good teams. But the rest, I've, I've not really heard of. Know what I mean? They might be brilliant. Look at look at PSG. Absolutely brilliant in the French league. Going to Europe. I know it's good sometimes. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking, are they are they as good as? Well, I don't, I'm not sure I just don't know How good they are they the champions of league They must be pretty decent You know But
1: I'm not sure about that one Yeah I mean Marvin again This is now To be fair A Rangers team That not only has beaten Borussia Dortmund But over the piece Over the last few seasons Has dealt with some Some big European opponents Now How much relevance That has on
2: On tomorrow you can you can decide you tell me how how much does that benefit rangers i think it benefits them that rangers can be confident but you can't afford to look past them you know this isn't a given you, you can't just go into this game and say, right we're going to win these two games and progress to the next round because that's when you become unstuck you have to show these teams respect you know at the end of the day they've lost one game in 26 so i i agree their league's not the strongest but you know winning becomes a habit and, and they'll be coming into this game and their managers playing it down saying rangers are the huge favorites and the first thing that they clearly are, but these players are only used to winning. They're not used to losing games. So Rangers can draw on previous experiences, but you know tomorrow's a new game and they need to go into it. Uh, and as I said, perform. If they don't perform, they become unstuck.
1: Yeah, we had Nemanja on Serbian journalist last night. Cami giving us the, the lowdown on Red Star. Even the last three games scored 10, conceded none. I take Williams' point uh, at, at a certain level, which is uh, is one thing, but they clearly are you know, in good form.
3: No they wouldn't be here if there were any mugs uh, Again it's it's really important that Rangers Respect them which I think they will do um, They'll have done all their homework on them and, and be trying to to see where they can Exploit them and, and hurt them and, and take a good lead, o- lead over there Because I think that's going to be really important Tomorrow night I think Rangers need to to Take a lead over to Belgrade and, and Again and, and try and Make it difficult For them over there Because it'll be A hostile atmosphere It'll be a different Environment that they're Going to over there um, So tomorrow night Is really important That Rangers do Fire on all cylinders and, and make sure They take a, a good lead Over there
1: Any thoughts on the team William does, does Dortmund Become the blueprint Where you try and Replicate all of that Stuff You know Whether it's, it's personnel Or whatever Is that the The sort of plan You would look to try And repeat Or is there someone else That you think Deserves a shot Yeah I don't I,
5: I think Gio should be- Go to the Stephen Steven Gerrard one. a Roof in the right hand side. Bring him after right, where he was effective for Rangers all last season. I think he scored about twenty goals. I don't know why he's not using that because he's a goal scorer. He works hard. He get he's got good pace. He can link up with Morales. See, so that's two goal threats going for. I don't know how Gio doesn't do that. I just I don't I kind of work that one out.
1: That's a fair point. Is the introduction at the weekend getting the goal has Kamal Roof entered
2: the? The conversation, yeah, most definitely. You know, I think there'd be a lot of players in the conversation, and, and one thing you know we can't look at the Dortmund game and say that's the blueprint because I expect Rangers to have more possession. You know, we spoke up before yeah. the Dortmund game. We spoke about the need and legs with Arfield, uh, Lindstrom, and Ryan Jack, um, and and Ruth has a possibility most definitely. Obviously, he's better through the middle, but you might look at him from the right. But I think Glenn Kamara's got a chance as well. I thought it was fantastic for for Rangers against Aberdeen, and if you're going to have more possession, you know he's the centre midfielder you want. Kind of building it up, so. Yes, the, no, the Dortmund, it worked, but it's not the blueprint for this game because it's a totally different team. You're going to go with a totally different style.
1: Yeah, that's the, the difficulty, I guess, cameo of when you're, you're fighting on a couple of fronts. Most of the Rangers fans who phone in here haven't been overwhelmed, haven't been delighted by the domestic performances since Dortmund. So you, you wonder if it is, you know, Trying to go back to some of that or, or just taking it on a more case by case
3: basis I would say I agree with Marv I think it's a case by case It's going to be a completely different game from the Dortmund game um, Rangers will have a lot more possession I think the the impetus will be on Rangers To go and take the game to, to the opposition um, They probably won't be under as much threat As the as they were expected to be in the Dortmund game anyways So yeah, I, I think they'll look at an attacking side they, they, They'll be conscious that they need to take a good lead over there Because it will be A difficult night When, when they go over there As I said The environment The, the crowd Everything that comes With that game um, Is going to be A difficult challenge For Rangers So they'll want Some sort of cushion To take over um, To Belgrade
1: Would you play Kamal Roof He hasn't started Many games recently Of course
3: I, I would I would try and Fit him in the side Because I think He's got goals in him Obviously you're looking At Morelos Needs to play So there, there's loads Of options And, and again it's a, it's a big call For Giovanni Tomorrow night Because he needs To get it right um, I don't feel as if they can They can go in the game Tomorrow night And, and not Be firing on all cylinders And as I said Take some sort of lead uh, And I would like it to be a good lead Over to Belgrade um and, and try and Again make it difficult for them The following
1: week William wants to start Kamar Roof cami wants to start Kamar Roof Marvin was open to the idea as well Anyone out there disagree? Or are you all Singing from the same, hy- same hymn sheet? Let us know right now 0141951 102.5 um, let's hear a bit more from Giovanni van Bronckhurst uh, he's refuting claims from former Rangers midfielder Dragan Mladenovic that they've become arrogant Mladenovic had been quoted in newspapers saying they're getting ahead of themselves after beating Dortmund but Rangers manager says
4: that's not the case why Why are we arrogant I don't, I don't, I don't see any of my players being arrogant we are you know we are very uh, I think we are very humble at this moment you know we, we, we enjoy being in Europe but you know, we respect every opponent we, we, we are facing and uh, I don't see any, any, anything of arrogance in my team, uh, in myself or the club. We are, uh, you know, we are happy to be in this round. We do everything to, to, uh, to win this tie and, uh, you know, you know, arrogant is not the word I, uh, it comes up to me if I see my players preparing for this game. I sometimes wonder if
1: these things are lost in translation a bit. Maybe not, let's assume they're not, because Van Bronckhurst dealt with it. The, the quote seemed to be along those lines for sure from Dragan Ladenovic. I wonder what in particular makes him think Rangers had become arrogant.
2: It's mind games isn't it? Whether he believes it or he doesn't believe it, you know, he's probably trying to motivate his players by saying, look, they are arrogant, they're looking past us, he's trying to get the best out of his team, and he's trying to find probably a chink in the Rangers' armour. Um, so whether he believes it or not as I said he he said it um, but I I believe it's more mind games and how does he know what's going on at Rangers Football Club
1: yeah 01419511025 Rangers fans what are you thinking ahead of tomorrow Kamar Roof early shouts for him to start the game is that something you would go along with or do you have a different plan let us know 01419511025 let me run this past you
0: Slide 1 Super Scoreboard Golden Goals
1: right, Remember this is the competition Where goals mean cash So every time Rangers or Celtics score We up the cash jackpot And then one person wins every penny At the end of the season We're now sitting at 16,750 But remember it's every time they play Every time Celtic or Rangers score At least 250 pounds into that pot. Rangers have got two games in the next few days. Celtic are in action on Monday, then it's back to the league. That's going to be a huge total by the end of the season. If you want to win, you have to enter by texting GOAL to 61025. That's G-O-A-L to 61025. It is £2 to text, plus your standard message rate, over 18s only, and the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com. Lines close. Scottish Cup final day, Saturday 21st of May at 6pm. So if you like the sound of it, go and text GOAL. To 61025 And it's a great time to call You could be up next
0: You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard
1: Cami Bell and Marvin Bartley are here It's 01419511025 on the phones You can tweet as well at Clyde SSB We're building up to Rangers Against Red Star Belgrade tomorrow So Rangers fans get all your thoughts in Can you go and take a commanding First leg lead have you got any lingering doubts, any any worries? What about the team? Who should play, who shouldn't play? We've already had a good shout from William uh, for Kamar Roof to start the game. Is that one you would be on board with or would you like to disagree? Either way, pick up the phone and let us know. Frank is a Rangers fan on the line as well. How would you say you're feeling ahead of tomorrow, Frank? Uh,
6: feeling confident. I think uh, any opposition you play from here on in are going to be a good a good team. I buy my European ticket not just to try and see that Rangers won, but to see the opposition and how they perform, what kind of tactics they use, how good skillfully they are. But I think we're in with a wee shout, and I think we could. I think we'll win, maybe two nil.
1: Certainly, something about European performances that have suited European games. Sorry, that have suited Rangers over the last few seasons. Cami, is it that the sort of Easy answer that we always hear is well, you know, there's maybe more space and teams will come at you a bit more. And is that what it's all down to? But there is, there does seem to be something about it.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you obviously look at the record, and that's where where you can see there is that they're really good in Europe. Um, again, is it? I mean, the last game, obviously the Dortmund game, the expectations. The Rangers were the underdogs, um, and and they've came out on, on top. Tomorrow night for me is going to be a little bit different. They're expected to win, um, so they need to handle that pressure. And there'll not be a huge amount of games in in European football, especially at this stage, where they'll be favourites to go and, and progress through. Um, and listen, it isn't going to be an easy easy game tomorrow night. There is no mugs at this stage, and and all the teams that are there are really good good sides and and deserve to be there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is just different styles of play from European football um, to domestic. Listen, we've all seen it in Scottish football that. The players in the opposition raise their game when they play Rangers and Celtic. They work really hard, Scottish football players work really hard and make it difficult. So it's just a different style, but Rangers seem to handle it really well in Europe.
1: Who are the players at Rangers, Marvin, if there are any, uh, who who actu- who raise their game for Europe and really seem to thrive in those games, e- even at times more so than, than domestic games?
2: I, I think it's across the board for them. You know, I don't think, I think Alfredo, uh, I think the way you've seen in the, the record he has in Europe, you know, he, he definitely uh, does raise his game for it. But I think it's across the board, I really do. I think, you know, when you're playing for, for such a big club and, you know, it's a sellout and, and you're playing at home, I think everyone raises their games for that. And I'm in agreement with Cammy. I think, you know, the styles of play allow Rangers and, you know, Celtic to you know, have decent records in Europe because teams look at Scottish football and whatever we say about it, they look down on it. You know, they think, oh, yeah, they do all right in their domestic league, but we'll go and play them and we'll be better than them. And before they know it, you know, they're two goals behind. I think that's what really plays into the hand. I think the Scottish game's growing uh, in and around Europe now and, and around the world, probably because of the national team as well. Um, so they'll be respected more. But I think it's people just, just look at the Scottish league and say, you know what, they won't be any good. Frank, are there any concerns after some of the
1: recent domestic performances? Or do you just take confidence from the fact that, that it doesn't seem to ever seep into Europe?
6: No, it doesn't really, because if you take a look at Rangers away record in Europe, we we'll always score a goal away from home, at least one. So I, I'm confident that we will score against them, uh, Red Star, away from home. What I also think is the fans have got an important part to play tomorrow night, because the, the way that they supported the team against Dortmund, a repeat, tomorrow night will frighten that team definitely. They'll no know what's hit them. Yeah, so uh, I'm asking I'm asking the fans To get, give it the same again lads And get behind the team I'm sure Celtic supporters would love to be In the same position as
1: we are I thought you were going to say I'm sure Celtic supporters Will be cheering the team on as well Frank Marvin nearly fell off his stool <laughs> Even he's used to the, the way that we work here uh, Cammy, you were nodding along as Frank was making that point
3: Yeah I think it's really important that The Rangers fans and I'm sure they will They'll absolutely back their team but again The atmosphere against Dortmund was phenomenal um, They need that Again it's the old saying 12th man for, to get through the round But I just really do feel as if it's important That the Rangers fans stick with them Because it could be a frustrating night They might not get an early goal It might take till the second half Before they really kick in Because as I say This team isn't any mugs And, and they really do They'll make it difficult I think they'll they'll come to Ibrox tomorrow And make it really difficult for Rangers to score um, And hopefully the fans can stick with the with the team Over the whole 90 minutes And, and back them right through
1: Yeah I'm not saying... Um... That It was all to do with the, the, the scheduling of it Marvin, but that 's why the Dortmund game was was perfect wasn 't it Because if you can go over there and you can give them the bloody nose when you come back for the second leg, the place is absolutely rocking it 's full of expectancy if, look, I know
2: you can you can probably spin that the
1: other way as well if you
2: want yeah, but not like you're saying, it was definitely bouncing for the second leg because like you said they they had gone away they got a result, and from the first second you know the, the crowd were absolutely behind them. And sometimes you go and play against Rangers and, and definitely domestically and you say, right, let's try and turn the fans against them. Let's try and turn them quiet and, you know, a bit of nervousness around it. And then the fans start demanding more and the players start misplacing passes. When they played against Dortmund, that, that didn't happen because they had won the first, you know, the fans were already delighted with them and they carried them through. So, like you said, you know, Frank, it's so important that the fans do that tomorrow because, as Cammy said, Red Star will come here and try and frustrate Rangers. If they can get a nil-nil, take them back to Belgrade, that's what they'll be trying to do. Mm. So it's so important that the Rangers fans stick with the players and keep encouraging.
1: I mean, PR says the difference with Europe and domestic. In Europe, is proper football games. Domestically, 99% of the time, it's attack v defence. Uh, that's why I prefer Europe. To the league, I mean, that is the challenge for Rangers and Celtic domestically, isn't it? Breaking down teams like Livingston, Northern, <laughs> I think that's what he means.
2: Yeah, no, of course, but you know, you have to you look at the budgets, you know, look at what we can afford and, and what they can afford. We have to try and make these games, you know, as competitive as we possibly can. And if that means sitting behind the board and that's what we do, and then we hit teams on the break, Um that's what we attempt to do when we play against the bigger teams. When we play teams, you know, more on our level, we play a totally different way, but and I'm sure if, you know, Rangers or Celtic played against Manchester City, they would have a slightly different game plan as they have to Livingston.
1: Can't argue with that.
3: Absolutely. I think Mal's hit the nail on the head there with that comparison. And, and uh, for me, uh, I think there's going to be a challenge tomorrow night that I'm not saying Red Star are going to absolutely sit in, but I think they will really make it difficult for Rangers to score. They won't want to concede. They would they would love a 0-0 going back to, to Belgrade and, and then they would probably fancy their chances for to take something from the game because of the... The atmosphere The hostility of the, That they can produce Over there So no I, I, I
1: agree with Marv uh, Thank you To Franco 01419511025 Get your calls in Let us know What's on your mind Ahead of tomorrow Or any other subject If you want to change The theme That is entirely Up to you We're asking for Your team suggestions As well Giovanni van Bronckhurst He's, he's quite open On certain things He'll, he'll tell you um, certain clues before the game, and he's confirmed Aaron Ramsey won't start tomorrow night. Maybe not a huge surprise. Uh, to be fair, he says they need to be careful in monitoring the conditions of all the players.
4: Um, now Aaron will be uh, in the squad. He will not be starting. But um, you know, for me, uh, with Aaron, is the same as as any player in my squad. You know, you want every player to be available and to be able to to play, but. You know, in the end, uh, you have to also mon- to monitor the, the conditions of the players. You know, we, we, we are doing that for Aaron. But, you know, for Steven, for, for Giannis, the same. They cannot play. And that, uh, that will always happen in uh, in uh, in the season. So for us, the most important thing is to make sure we have uh, the individual programs for each player to, to come back to. First to uh, to um, to game fitness, and um, that's what we are doing now. So I'm I'm happy that uh, that Aaron is back in the squad, and uh, you know still be working hard to get Steven as well back to into the squad. And for Yannis, of course, we know it's going to take longer, but uh, you know you will always have players in your in your squad that needs uh, needs attention uh, when they're not there
1: Marvin I think it's now five weeks since you set up the Aaron Ramsey fan club live on this show uh, you waxed lyrical how you were a big fan Arsenal's your team uh, so I feel like we just get a weekly update from you on, <laughs> on that just to, to see how you're feeling
2: yeah you know, I said if he could remain fit obviously he's had a few problems uh, I did say he hadn't played for, for quite a while so it was depend on how fit he came here and then you needed to avoid niggles at this moment in time he's not been able to do that Um you know, but as the manager just said there, you know, they have to monitor these players, uh, make sure you're not trying to rush him because at the end of the day, he will be a big player for Rangers, I'm sure, by the end of the season. I know the fans want to see him out there now um, at 100%, but it's not going to happen. I think they have to be patient with him. And listen, if he can play after the split, like those five games and make a real difference and Rangers go on to win the league, that that's all that really matters. <laughs> Cami, I think we, need, we have to be honest about this.
1: A guy who's not started many games, only one for, for Rangers so far and not featured recently it's it's not breaking dramatic news that he doesn't start tomorrow let's be honest about that it's just Giovanni van Bronckhorst has that that style He's he is very open not many managers do that the day before a game and, and say well he will be in the squad but you know he won't be starting so sometimes when you hear it just so bluntly we are we're little creatures of, of habit here we're not used to that
3: yeah, again, I think he is an honest guy. I think he he just says, I I, I don't think there's as you say there's no surprise that Alan Ramsey won't start tomorrow night. Um, as Marv said, it's going to be really important that they can build his fitness up because there's obviously we're we're eating away into the season, Um and it's not really worked out for him yet. But there's still time, as Marv says. Listen, see if he can play them five games after the split, the real important games that win you the title. Um, then then I think that's what Rangers are probably looking at To build him up between now and then and, and get him on form Because we all know he's a fantastic player It's just the injury side of things That have been an issue for him in his career
1: Yeah, Jeffrey's a Rangers fan On the line Jeffrey, what are you thinking then With tomorrow in mind? Same
7: team As uh, Played against Dortmund Don't change it Don't change it Um and I'm sure That Aaron Nardy Will play a big part Before the end of the season Um. Uh, yeah So yeah Keep the same team That plays against Dortmund
1: The same team As, as against Dortmund Um. So no Kamal Roof For you then He's not That, that kind of goal th- I know it's just one One game One goal A lot of Rangers fans though Pointing out How good his record is He's not ready to come into the start for you yet
7: uh, I didn't say that Um. I would He's a good, talisman on the bench. It's good to have if we get into trouble. That's approved against the uh, um, the game at the weekend. Aberdeen, yeah, Aberdeen. Um,
1: yeah, um. yeah, I mean, Marvin. Like, it does remain now for as long as I can remember. It seems that it's that one role in that Rangers team that's is open more than any other. It's the right side of that attack. Now, in January, there was maybe an assumption that. Ahmad Diallo comes in and is that sort of out and out right sided attacking threat, he's not managed to hit the ground running. So it's again, it's as you were, whether it's Roof, whether it's Rfield, whether Aribo goes and operates in that role and another midfielder comes in, Scott Wright got a crack at it earlier on. It's still that one position that seems to be up for grabs, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, I think nobody's made it their own, have they? Um you know, I think Uribe is probably the, the one that you say has to play in the team. So if you decide to go with, you know, three other centre midfielders, then he'll be the one to go kind of wide right. And he, he does that job very, very well. But I think you need positions in your teams that are up for grabs. Um I think you need to keep those players fresh and hungry, knowing that if they go in and perform that they'll be able to, you know, play week in, week out. Whereas I think if Kent's fit he plays on the left. Um, I think he's a shoe and um so yeah, it is a position, but again, it's horses for courses and it depends what you want. If you want Sakala with a bit of pace down that side or you want Roof or Ariba, they've got many different players who play out there differently. So it'd be interesting to see who they actually go with tomorrow. Yes, I
1: miss Sakala off the list. Um, not intentionally, I should point out. Centre-back pairing, kami is that is, is Golden and Bassi the best option at the moment? I think
3: they're the steadiest option at the moment um, Again, they've got a relationship They've played together a n- number of times now this season So again, it's such a mm. big game um, tomorrow night That I don't think there'll be any risks within the, I mean, the, the yeah, back line
1: I was just thinking, that that was the weekend, though, wasn't it? I still feel like, again, based on the calls that come in here People possibly prefer Bassi to Barisic at left back at the moment And that maybe allows you to bring a Balogun into the side I, I
3: get that, I get that But again, I... Barashek, listen, he's not had the best of seasons He's not lived up to what he, he he did last season He's a fantastic footballer But he's not, I don't think he's hit the heights He should have um, And again, I think the manager will be looking f- from more from him But I, I just don't think they'll play about With the backline line too much uh, I really don't, I think the only place As we've just spoke about up for grabs Is that sort of right hand side And I think he should go with roof tomorrow night I think there's goals in the game um, For Rangers to take over there So I would be more attacking than looking at sort of Scott Arfield in that position.
1: Uh, all right, Geoffrey, thank you. Enjoy the game tomorrow. 01419511025. Pick up the phone. Let us know what's on your mind, of course. Celtic fans, it's a rare midweek off for you. We don't get many of them, uh, certainly in the opening part of the season. So, what's on your mind tonight? Maybe something slightly outside the box. Pick up the phone and let us know. It's a great time to call because you could be up next after the travel. 01419511025. <laughs>
0: 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Cami Bell are in the building. It's 01419511025. We're talking Rangers against Red Star Belgrade tomorrow. We can talk whatever else you want, though. If there's something else you've got for us, why not pick up the phone and let us know? I noticed a bit of a Twitter stir earlier on. Um about Aaron Hickey not in the Scotland under twenty one squad again. What does that mean? Is he gonna be in the A squad? Does he not fancy turning up for the twenty ones? Is he quite right? Is he not? We'll get to that a bit later on. So oh one four one nine five one one oh two five. We've got Jerry, who is in Hill. What's your point for the guys tonight, Jerry? Hi there, how are you getting on? Good, thanks. How are you? Uh
8: good. I'd like to speak to Marvin, please.
1: I'll just pass him the phone. There you go, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> He's
8: yeah. listening. Hi Marvin. You're right, mate. Uh, just to see, uh, you, do you think you'll get into management soon? Uh, if if that, David Martindale left Livingston, do you think you would take the Livingston job? I love
1: this, right you- on the spot. Absolutely love it. This is what live radio is all
2: about. Go. Yeah, um, listen, at some point, obviously, you know, my dream is to go into management. Um, it's just obviously probably waiting for the right opportunity. Um, I'm enjoying it at Livingston at this moment in time. Um, so the next step that I do make would have to be the right one of... Had opportunities to to make that step, but they haven't been right for me. So listen, I'm more than happy to be an assistant manager. Um, but when the right opportunity comes, you know the Gaffer and the club know that it'll be something that that I'll be looking to do.
1: Jerry do you think he would be any good?
2: <laughs>
8: <laughs> I could be. I could be good. Aye, aye, definitely. Aye, aye. Uh, I think uh, I think come the start of the next season. I think David Martindale will be at another club. So I was wondering if Marvin would follow suit and for him, or, or if he was asked. Take the job at Longstone, would a take it. Have you,
2: where, put, have you put? Have you Jerry? your agent. <laughs> where, where's he going, Jerry? We need to know where he's going. Then you need to give me an idea of the club he's going to.
8: Well, I've, I've, I've just. Uh, he's, he's actually done a great job at Longstone, so I've got a funny feeling. There's a couple of big pubs going to be in there. Got to chase him and take them.
1: He's done a good job. You yeah. have to see. I might well, go. You, you certainly have to
2: see. I might go with him, Jerry. Depending on what he offers me wage-wise, it might be a little bit of a wage rise. <laughs> so I might have to go with him, mate. do not believe this,
1: Cammy. This guy's. <laughs> got his mate Jerry from Bell on come and bump him up
2: <laughs> what an agent he is probably
1: only giving him a fiver for his, his
2: troubles <laughs> 10% of my wage from
1: here <laughs> anyway um, yeah, interesting though because it always seemed to be it's a, what David Martindale and Livy have is a very good fit isn't it
2: yeah yeah it definitely is um, you know it works very very well obviously he has you know f- full control of everything Um, and it's probably something that you don't get at other clubs so you know again talking about opportunities the next one for him if it, if it does come up um, I think it'd be difficult for, for him to leave Livingston. But listen, I have aspirations to, to go to the top as well. So it has to be right for him. You know, it's not going to be a head coach. It needs to be like a, a manager's job.
1: Eight games to go. Let's see if he still gives us the same rubbish, Cammy. Is it still about staying up? <laughs> <laughs> <Come> on,
2: <Bob>. <laughs> listen, <laughs> it's, about, it's about top six now, isn't right, it? Right, OK, you know, we've moved on. Look, yeah, looking at that, I, I said to you, though, once we got to a certain point, we would, you know, mm. reassess where we're at. Um, it's about, you know, finishing in the top six. Um, and I think we can do that. We put ourselves in a great position. Obviously, you can see how tied it is um, in, in the league at this moment in time. But we have to back ourselves. You know, got a huge game against Hearts next, and then you know, go forward from there. Really,
1: that handy chart we've got on the wall that you're staring at so intently. Only one defeat in the last five games, uh, which was of course that Celtic game. And if you look through the rest of the league, there aren't there aren't many that have only got one defeat. You obviously take Celtic and Rangers out of it. We know Ross County are in a great run. Everybody else loses more than twice in the last five games. So
2: you're in a good place at the moment. Yeah, no, we definitely are. I mean, if you look from 7th to 10th, I think there's there's two wins, you know, out of the, all the teams in between those positions. So we are in a fantastic place. And as I said, you know, if we can probably pick up six points out of our, our next three games, I think it will give us a great opportunity. And if we can finish top six, you know, third season in a row, um, that's magnificent for a club of our size.
1: Thank you, Agent Jerry. It was nice <laughs> to speak to you. We'll speak to you again soon, I'm sure. Uh, John... Is on the line. John's got a point for Marvin as well. Cammy, do you want to go and get yourself I'm a, a this? and uh, you can join <laughs> us in ten minutes? John, take it away.
9: Oh no, Cammy's my name. See, that's my second name, Bell. So sorry, right, Cammy, I'm not. I'm not dishing you, mate. Don't worry. Cheers, mate. No. <laughs> Right no Marvin. I, you're fast becoming one of the best pundits on here, mate. And I, I love this? the way you. I love the way you're very open. But yeah. I just, my point was, I like to be. I know. On Sunday, I know that if the goal was their first goal, it definitely wasn't a corner, right? But eh, I like to way You said the way Celtic played anyway. But I might put you on the spot, mate. Who do you think? Who's, who's the best team? Livingston are faced this year. And who do you think win the league, Rangers or Celtic?
1: Please say Celtic, Marvin. That's what John's asking. I think Look. that's I think that's what's behind the, the call here. He's buttered you up by saying <laughs> you're his
2: favourite pundit. The best team we have played against. Um, listen, if we're talking just just over a, a ninety minute period. Um, I would probably have to say Rangers, um, if I'm honest. If I'm looking at a, as a one off game this season. What um, one was that? Oh, come on, mate. You, you know you know which one. Leave no, me I'm alone.
10: Serious. The the <laughs> I- last
2: time we played Rangers at at Ibrox. At Ibrox. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, they, were, they were very, very very, good um, on, on that day. Uh, extremely good. And I said, you know, I did a kind of mid-season review and, and I said at that point that I, I felt that Celtic could win the league this season. Um, and, and I stand by that. Um, I know my Twitter's going <laughs> to erupt now, but I, I genuinely think they will. I think it'll be really tight. I think it'll go probably down to the last two games. But um, I just think Celtic will, will do it this season. Um so yeah, that's that's me giving one to each team I was going to say,
1: he's not daft He thinks Celtic will win But <laughs> Rangers yep. are the best team he's faced
2: mm. so he's,
1: he's covered both bases there quite well
2: Yeah, he has And again,
3: I, I've got to disagree I, I think Rangers will win the league I think the, the... Listen, it's going to come down to the old form games I know there's a lot of games in between then um, But I just feel as if um, Something will happen with Rangers and the Spark will come back um, They'll hit some good form And... It's going to be really interesting No Old Farm games are going to decide this title this season
1: Next one is massive isn't huge. it This might be the earliest we've ever started the build up Since it's like <laughs> three or four weeks away But huge isn't it?
3: Oh, it It's huge and everyone knows that Both sides know that they'll be well. Obviously there is games in between And we, we know they're really important games in between for both clubs um, But both sets of fans know that the next Old Farm game is massive um, I would probably say more so for Rangers than Celtic um, if Celtic go and win that game, then then it probably looks like the the league will be done. Um, or there are thereabouts. It looks a lot easier road for Celtic. But if Rangers win that game, then listen, the tide could turn that day. Um, momentum could build and the confidence will will go sky high for Rangers. But yes, yeah, it's, it's such a big
2: game. You see, talking a spark there, Cammy. As you just said, sorry to interrupt you, Gordon. Like I thought that obviously I watched you know Celtic v Hibs and I watched them against St Mirren and the St Mirren game. I don't think the performance was great. So I was thinking, you know, have Celtic lost their spark and then they rock up at Tony Mack and, and suddenly it's all back there again. And I genuinely think, you know, their blip was the last two games and they picked up four points from it. And I think that's the, that's the difference, you know, when you are a, a good team and you, have, you, you kind of lose that spark and you pick up four points and any Celtic fan will tell you those two performances against Hibbs and against St Mirren were far from great. And then they just turn it back on against us.
3: Absolutely, I agree Listen, Selic are a fantastic team I think they play with real intensity They're really good to watch under Ange um, But Rangers' problem has been they've drew too many games that, That's that been the their Achilles heel this season um, But I just feel as if they've still got enough in the tank And the old fun game, I think they'll come out on top um, Which will really kick them on into that sort of um, top six Which is, listen, what an end to the season we're going to have this season
1: Beating Marvin's Livy John's not always been easy. In fact it's it's rarely been easy in the last few seasons. Did that feel important then to, to do that at the weekend?
9: Well, I, I actually said to my, a couple of my mates at Rangers fans, uh, that I, I felt as if, if we if we got a result against Livy at the weekend there, we would go on to win the league because obviously we haven't beat them up there. I thought it was eighteen year, but it's fifteen year. So I, I think that was a brilliant result and they say the intensity seem, seem to be back and the togetherness seem to be back. could I ask can I ask Cami and Marvin on our point here, right? See the four guys Rangers brought in over the January transfer window. Do you think that was Geo's signings? Because none of them have really, I know maybe Ramsey's been injured, but none of the rest of them have really figured, uh, featured, sorry.
1: Cammie. Yeah,
3: what I would say is I don't think any of them have hit the heights that Rangers were expecting. Um, None of them have came in and had a huge impact on the team directly. Um, It's bolstered their squad and they're going to have a lot of games coming up, obviously, with the European games. But yeah, I think that the process inside Rangers is that Ross Wilson has a lot to do with with the signings and the recruitment. I think Giovanni will have had his say and would have okayed them signings, but... Yeah, I just feel as if the signings that they made in January haven't had the impact they, they, they possibly thought they would have.
1: And this changes week on week, doesn't it, Marvin? We we did say it at the time. Nobody, not anyone out there on the Thursday night, Friday morning, when Rangers knocked Dortmund out, was worried about the signings. That stuff does come into focus when you have a, a, a difficult result, a bad performance, and it will certainly come into question if Rangers don't go on and win this league. What about Diallo? Why did he not hit the ground running? Did we see enough of Aaron Ramsey? Does James Sands, was he ever gonna impact the first team? These are questions that we'll certainly hear in me a lot more than we are now, if it doesn't go to plan.
2: Yeah, of course, but that's football, isn't it? We're very fickle as as fans, you know, when it when it comes to, to our team. So no, I agree. Listen, if you if you don't win the league, you look back and say you know, January, it was an important window. Did we get it right? But as I said, if, you know, if Rangers win the league, nobody cares about that. Obviously they wanted more from Ramsey. No doubt about it. Diallo's a a young man who came from Italy to to got time for Manchester United. He's now come up to Scotland. Um, And obviously they're going to want more from him. But I think we've spoken about it. I think, you know, if you can get those players right for after, you know, the split happens and you can get a turn out of them then, then I think that's what you you roll the dice because it's Champions League if you win the league. Mm, thank
1: you, John. It's 01419511025 to join in the conversation. And same number for this, it's Marvin's favourite time of the week. <laughs> Beat the pundit with the Scottish
0: Sun. For the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish Sun.cora UK slash football.
1: I know he comes across as a cool. Collected character Cammy You want to see the state of him and Beat the Pundit starts <laughs> Honestly absolute Bottle merchant Anyway uh, If you want to play Now is the time to pick up the phone And remember All this week on Beat the Pundit We've got tickets to give away For Bunkered Live At the SEC From the 18th to the 20th of March Have you ever been to the Scottish golf show It's the same thing It's Bunkered Live these days It's Europe's top golf show It's got all the usual fun Driving ranges Golf challenges All the big brands are there uh, To pick up some some gear for the new season as well. You'll get tickets for you and three others just for taking part on Beat the Pundit. You don't even need to get any questions right. So give us a call 01419511025 and the lines close at 7.
0: Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Cami Bell are here. It's 01419511025. Lots of discussion In the first hour about the Rangers game tomorrow So feel free to keep your thoughts coming On that What about you St Mirren fans Maybe you're on the way to Dundee Maybe you've not been able to get up there And you want to get your pre-match thoughts in Do that right now 01419511025 And what about this Aaron Hickey business then He seems to be doing great things in Italy But he's not in the under 21 squad Is that quite right? Should he dig his heels in and wait for the A squad Or should he turn up and Show what he's all about For the under 21s You let us know On the phones right now And we'll get to you After we do this
0: Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The scottishsun.co.uk Slash football
1: Right Beat the pundit time Cami, It's been a while What was your record like? Um, mixed Yeah Really mixed Marvin hates it He really does I must admit <laughs> um, Eddie is on the line How's it going Eddie? Uh, not too bad, thanks. How's, how's you? Yeah, good, thanks. You a Partick Thistle fan, Eddie? Yes, for my sins, yes. Good win last night, though. Important. It was, yes. Yes, Kevin Holt got another goal, so that's good, yeah. Cami, you were there. Yep. Um, it, now, I was driving home last night fearing for my life because the rain was so bad, so it can't have been a good night for football, but an important win, nevertheless.
3: Huge win for Thistle last night, and, and they were impressive the second half. They took the game to the Queen of the South, and yeah, massive When I said it was a, a big win for them last night because... They've got the two games in hand If they can win them They're right the tails broth and Kilmarnock
1: In the eyes of the neutral Eddie You know you will be the least popular fan base In Scottish football If you burst both bubble Don't you? Uh,
9: yes I do I mean it's quite a good story They've got going on But you know If there's a choice between our broth of the Jags getting promotion There's only There's only one winner for me oh, There's
1: no room for sentiment in this game <laughs> And by this game I include Beat the Pundit on that So heads it will be Marvin Bartley Already on his tiptoes, <laughs> trying to check the coin. Heads. It's Marvin. Tails. It's Come Cammy. On. Bell. Tails.
10: <laughs>
1: Is it Marvin? <laughs> oh, it's tails. <laughs> Hope you lose,
2: Cammy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I never do it. I genuinely don't. I know people have their suspicions. I would, I would never. but I- for the first time I, I thought about fixing that yeah. oh, I have to admit that On, on live have radio um, I shouldn't Probably get sacked for that But anyway um, I said thought about it That yeah, was exactly. all I was never going to um, And I couldn't Because you were on your tiptoes <laughs> Looking uh, <laughs> To see what the The, the, the outcome was So Cami, I'm afraid it's you It's no problem um, Eddie You are a winner anyway You're off to Bunker Live But we'll discuss that a bit more uh, In a second So let's give Cami Some Clyde 2 To listen to So that he can hear What's going on 30 seconds going on This clock Eddie Okay. You just answer as many as you can And please pass quickly and move on That yeah. gives you the best chance if you don't know Alright? Well do it yep, Good man, 30 seconds then starts now Who played more league games for Celtic Arthur Boric or Craig Gordon? Gordon Who's Rangers youngest league scorer this season? Pass uh, Who will Hearts face in the Scottish Cup this Saturday night? Uh, Aberdeen Who won the Scottish Premiership Player of the Month for February earlier this week? Cala, who's, the only, who's the only Scotsman To win the English Premier League Five times Darren Fletcher What nationality has done The United midfielder Ian Harks Northern Ireland Okay let's bring Cammy back Cammy Can you hear us Yes I can hear you Do you know what They were They were Marvin proof questions tonight They were you, easy You would have You would have done alright there Wouldn't yeah. you well, Yeah, right? Listen I'm sick of it This is the line in the sand No more moaning Have a beat the pundit No more suspicion About the coin You could have done that easily Yeah yeah but And anyway. if I had to. Gordon they're only easy If you know them That's true You ready to do this Cammy yes. Same set of questions 30 seconds starts Now Who played more league games For Celtic Arthur Boric or Craig Gordon uh, Boric Who's Rangers youngest League scorer this season uh, Alex Lowry Who will Hearts face In the Scottish Cup This Saturday night um, pass Who won the Scottish Premiership Player of the Month For February Earlier this week Pass Who's the only Scotsman To win the English Premier League Five times Pass What nationality Has done the United midfielder Ian Harkes American Name any side Rangers Have beaten During their Scottish Cup run This season Anon I knew you'd get that last one. Oh, I knew you'd get that one <laughs> Do you think he's done enough To beat you Eddie yeah, I think he has <laughs> They were quite tough um, Anyway To, to, to point um, I thought I had a stinker there To be honest Oh, you weren't great Don't oh, get okay. me wrong um, All you have to do Is be better than Eddie <laughs> uh, First question was all about goalkeepers I don't know if that gives you Any sort of advantage It was a 50-50 Who played more league games For Celtic Eddie went for Craig Gordon You went for Arthur Boric There's actually not a lot in it Is there not? But it is Arthur Boric okay. 162 to 147 Wow Not much in it So Arthur Boric Eddie, I'm afraid You trail Youngest league scorer For Rangers
2: Larry yes, it was. No,
1: That was the cup Wasn't it Yeah It's actually Amad Diallo ah. no, So there we go uh, Who will Hearts face In the Scottish Cup This Saturday night Cammy, Got yeah. a wee clue for you Go and turn round Look at the wall behind you I, I didn't want to do that Because that's cheating golden <laughs> The fixtures are on though I knew it was there uh, It is St Mirren So none of you got it I, Now I'm worried about Eddie at this point Because he's on zero And I don't like it When they get 0 I'm I'm, I'm too nice a guy for that I just feel sorry for people When they get zero You would have got this one Surely Marvin yeah, Who I is player say. of the month Bruce Anderson Bruce Anderson I so saw it was Not good enough to start At the weekend of course But good enough to get Sorry Marvin Good enough to get Player of the month No comment says Marvin Bartley um, <laughs> I've got David Martindale On the phone here He'll be up next We're all in trouble um, The only Scotsman to win it English Premier League five times is Darren Fletcher. Ah, oh wow. Eh, I'm disappointed in you there, no, Cammy. Really that. That's really poor. poor. Um, Eddie got it, so it's one all at this point. Ian Hark's, Eddie thinks he's Northern Irish. Cammy thinks he's American. He is American. So I was Cammy goes to say Canadian,
3: actually, but mm-hmm. i not American.
1: So Cammy goes in front, and I think, you know, Eddie, that was the end of the road. Yeah. He, former. Annan, what was it, director of football, sporting yes. director What director was the official of term? The official if you term. hadn't got that, I mean seriously um, He did in the end, so it was a 3-1 victory For Cami Bell, hard lines Eddie Oh that's all right. I got one right So that, that's the main thing And you're <laughs> off to Bunker Live anyway, are you a golf fan Eddie? Uh, I used to play yeah So oh, listen, maybe can, get me back into it You can it head along because you can take three others as well Under 16s go free You've got all your your challenges, your driving ranges And you can pick up some good gear from all the top brands There as well, so enjoy that on us
7: Brilliant, will do Thanks guys
1: Good man, that was Eddie Partick Thistle fan Remember you can pre-order Your tickets now At bunkerdlive.com You get over £140 Worth of discounts To spend at the show as well like, Obviously the fun ways To come on here And try and win them But if you're too shy for that, head over there and get your tickets. Marvin,
2: you're not a golf fan, are you? We, no. We tried to, to convince you during the break. Yeah, I might I might get some more lessons after that. Eddie was poor, by the way. I just want to throw that in <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was poor. The callers <laughs> have been nothing but nice to you tonight. That's the caller
3: said
1: he was honest, so he's
3: being honest. Yeah, yeah,
2: Eddie really struggled there.
1: So, hold on, just one more. So how many golf lessons have you had? I've had one, but I've paid for five. And you're going to go back for the other four? <clears throat>
10: Do you, you, you don't, you don't strike
1: me as—I thought you were a sort of determined, headstrong individual. You're going to chuck it after one lesson. Yeah, but it's golf, like it's crazy golf. Really crazy, crazy golf, very yeah. good. Good, um, champion. It's not the type of sport you're going to get after one lesson, though. <laughs> just to be oh, fair, I'll give it—I'll give, it, give it one more. I need to get my money's
2: worth, don't I? Because I'm skint. He's
1: got big <laughs> expectations. This guy. One four one nine five one one zero two five. You a golfer, Cammy? Yeah, I like a like mm. a, bit, a little bit of golf. Yeah. You have to tell this—tell him then he needs more than one lesson. Oh, a hundred
3: percent. I'm still rubbish. What's right. your handicap? Still no great mate But 18 (laughs) You need lessons as well I will
1: take you along (laughs) Right we're going to speak to Ross and Airdrie uh, Very soon indeed Can we get a preview of this game Before we do that I think we should I'm sure Ross won't mind Because it is a big game in the Premiership tonight Dundee against St Mirren Uh, Dave Galloway has the teams for us
11: Good evening Gordon, well to say there's plenty riding on the outcome of this game would be an understatement in the news of course that Dundee boss Mark McGee has Covid and will miss the match certainly adds a bit of intrigue doesn't it? A home win would be a major psychological boost for Dundee taking them above St Johnston at the bottom of the league and it would put them six points behind 10th place Aberdeen and maybe make the Dons look nervously in the rear view mirror. St Mirren haven't had a good start at all under New Stephen Robinson have they with three defeats he said the performance and the loss at Ross County on Saturday simply wasn't good enough and they're very eager to get back on track here knowing victory would see them draw level on points in joint 6th place with County, Dundee United and Motherwell Looking at the teams then, Dundee firstly, a couple of changes for them. In come McCowan and McGinn out, drop Daly Campbell and Byrne. So it's Sharp in goals, Kerr, Ashcroft, Sweeney and Marshall at the back. McCowan, McGee, Anderson and McMullen in midfield with McGinn playing off McDade in attack. Substitutes Welsh, Fontaine, Byrne, Chapman, Mulligan, Elliot, Ruddon, Daly Campbell and Rossi. Also, a couple of changes to tell you about for St Mirren, Ronan and Brophy, in for McCarthy and Grieve. It looks like a 3 5 2 once again. Linus in goals, then at the back, Tate, Shocknessy and Dunn. Midfield, Ronan, Power, Gogic, Jones and Tanzer, with Kilty and Brophy up top. The subs for the Saints, Erminsky, McCarthy, Flynn, Main, Henderson, Erhon, Grieve, Fraser and Smith. And your match referee here at at Dens Park Incidentally the pitch very well sanded Looking a bit like a a beach uh, in the end to my left We'll see how badly it cuts up the uh, match referee Tonight is John Beaton
1: Yeah looking forward to that one Should be a huge game St Mirren fans get your thoughts in on the phones please Still looking for that first win under Stephen Robinson Dundee rooted to the foot of the table We will get back to that game whilst you get your calls in Let's get the thoughts of Well Ross and Airdrie um, First and foremost He's going to kick us off On the news today The under 21 squad Was announced um, And inevitably These things often end up About who's not in it Rather than who is in it And particularly in this case Aaron Hickey The Bologna fullback Has been left out He's yet to feature For the under 21s He has played 25 games In Serie A This season He's been called up before But pulled out Sort of you know Asking for a rest Um, Here is Scott Gemmel, the under-21s boss's explanation for that, it certainly seems very much on the players' terms, not something he sounds keen to be a part of at the moment.
4: Yeah, of course, uh, we 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 did um, check with Aaron that if, to see if anything had changed, and unfortunately it hasn't at this moment in time, so we, we've we picked the squad accordingly. It's, listen, as it's,
3: it's a young player playing in, in Serie A, he's got He's got his his own thoughts, and it, um, we have to respect that. So it's, we we move on to the players that are that are really important to as well. We're very lucky that there's a lot of players
1: that we can select from. Get all your thoughts in on this. 01419511025. Ross and Airdrie is going to kick us off. What do you make of that, Ross?
10: Uh, mate, um, so what I was thinking is, I think you should actually get called up to the actual first team uh, for the national squad. Um, I know he's a left back, um, but he can play right back. I believe he has like he's stronger foot as his right foot. Yeah, and um, he's in one of the top five leagues, so I don't see why he shouldn't be getting that call up to the actual national team because he's one of the uh, highest scorers and in, in football just now uh, playing full back
1: Yeah, so there's some good stats certainly that that give him uh, paint him in a good light. He's played more minutes than any other teenager in in Europe's top five leagues this season. There are a few different aspects to this story Ross wants him in the A squad d- d- Does this mean he's going to appear in the A squad? I've seen that reading of it
2: um, I- I'm not sure But it becomes very very difficult If you have a player um, getting called up to the under-21s for example And doesn't take that up He pulls out on numerous occasions um, You know for his own reasons Obviously he's in charge of his own career I-, I totally get that And then you promote him to the A squad What message are you sending out to the, the players You play in this position that turn up you know to each campaign for the under 21s that if you refuse to play for the under 21s or you pull out saying you you know you need a rest for example and get called up to the A squad you know, what's the point in the under 21s and I think it makes it really difficult for for Steve Clark because I think he would have probably wanted to involve him especially with you know it sounds like Scotland have a friendly but I just think it's going to be very difficult for him to do so without you know almost applying the fate of the under 21 players what do you make of, of that side of it then Ross the fact that he seems
1: unwilling to to play for the the 21s people will then Tag other statements onto that Whether they're fair or not You can see why the conclusions is you No, know, He thinks he's too good for the 21s or, or whatever it may be How how do you feel about that side of it?
10: So I didn't actually know that he'd pulled out I'd just seen the headline that It, it wasn't selected Got So you. I didn't know that he actually pulled out um, Well
1: to be fair This this time he didn't He pulled out previously mm-hmm. And Scott Gemmell I guess went and asked If he would be willing to be included this time And well the answer must have been no Mm-hmm
10: I mean it's kind of disappointing I, I, to be fair I think he is past the level but I mean it is still disappointing does not he why he represents his country no matter what level it is but again I just just second what I'm saying um, the first time I, I mm-hmm. think he's good enough to play for the actual the A squad um, because Nathan Patterson he's not getting a kick in at Everton and as good as Stephen O'Donnell has been he is getting on a wee bit I know he's just about to turn 30 but the only other option we've really got is Nathan Patterson. Why not Arn Hickey if he's producing at a top five league? Cammy, what's your take on all?
3: Yeah, again, I think it's a difficult situation. Listening to Scott Gemmell, there, he seems really uncomfortable talking about it as well. I, I think that conversation has been had with Aaron Hickey and he's obviously turned around and says no, he doesn't want to represent Scotland in the 21s for me. I I don't think that'll sit well with Steve Clark. I've worked with Steve Clark, and he's he's a he's a person who likes good people, which and in, in a culture of people who want to be around the Scotland squad. And listen, Aaron Hickey might want to be around the the national squad, but there's a process to get there. Um, we've got two fantastic left sided players at the moment in our full squad. For me, Aaron Hickey should have been going with the twenty ones and being that. Again what I would imagine Tierney and Robertson Would have been and wanted to be the main man And, and lead by example um, He's he's playing in a, a fantastic league and, and is a great talented player But I think he should have shown some responsibility And says, you know what I'll go there I'll probably be captain mm. of the 21s and, and, and show the the younger guys that are in that squad And lead by example And say this is the mm. pathway to the to the national squad
1: Is there too much made about process though? Because not everyone has to you know go through them all I think um, so one of them Tierney bypassed twenty ones, didn't he? I don't think yep. he played for twenty ones at all. Robertson only once or twice. But, um, and the caller Ross said he's he's probably beyond the level of the twenty ones. Is yeah,
2: that something no, no, you would I, buy into. No, I understand that. Um, but you know, it, it's how the reason you're not playing for the twenty ones. You know, Aaron Hickey's having a fantastic season, and it's, it might be a genuine thing. He looks at his career playing from the twenty ones. He doesn't feel will improve him as a player. Maybe. You know, the rest will do him better And they can attack Syria when they When they're due to come back But I think the difference is When you are being called up Or you are being asked to represent the under-21s And you then don't do that I think that, that creates a totally different problem As Cami said You know, Steve Clark is massive When it comes to culture I just think doing that And bringing a player into it That doesn't want to play for under-21s Kind of sends out the wrong message
1: Right, this is interesting Because I'm seeing so many different takes on it That, you know, good on him He thinks he should be in the A squad And I agree And why not then? He's a good option Other people like the guys in here don't like the message it sends out and and thinks that Aaron Hickey should turn up and and play for the 21s. What do you make of it? 01419511025. Pick up the phone right now and let us know and we'll get to you next.
4: Taking
0: your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One's Super Scoreboard.
1: Cammy Bell and Marvin Bartley are here. It's 01419511025. Uh, we're talking Aaron Hickey knocking back an under 21s call up. How does that sit with you? Completely understandable. He's too good for the 21s or has to get the finger out, turn up for your country, do your bit and uh, send out the right message. Maybe somewhere in the middle. You can decide 0141 951 1025 on that theme. I wonder if we've just given one of the answers away before we even start. Your full time teaser tonight. Uh, Jerry and Erskine sent it in. Can you name nine Scots who've played in the Scottish top flight? and are currently in the top flight of another country in Europe. So can you name nine Scots who've played in the Scottish top flight and are currently playing in the top flight of a country on the European continent? Sorry, Jerry says. So not not England or anything like that. Uh, it's actually eight. My apologies, not nine.
2: Wow. Do you want to start that question again? Well, I've just made it easier for you, <laughs> wow, so you just... shouldn't really be complaining. Wow. I can put it back up tonight and add someone else on. And No, I can't. That, that's the answer
1: Apart from Well we've got Hickey obviously I don't think Marvin even got that Genuinely oh, okay. I think he's that bad at least Come on Marvin <laughs> um, <laughs> How's that Hickey? Cammy. Well done All Right let's move on Give me a bit of time Cammy anymore um, Not at the moment Gordon. Okay Feeling right Fulltime at Clyde1.com By the way If you want to send your questions in Just like Jerry did It's fulltime at Clyde1.com Tonight Eight Scots who've played in the Scottish top flight And are currently playing in a country on the European continent, their top flight. So, guys like Aaron Hickey. Um, and hopefully, we'll get the rest before the end of the show. Uh, let's bring in Stephen, who's in Springboy. What, what do you make of this Aaron Hickey scenario today, Stephen?
8: I think it's an absolute joke how he can think that he can pick when he wants to play for the Scottish national team. Are you not meant to be proud to play for your country? And play for the under-18s, under-21s, and then work yourself up to be a full international? Who gives him the right to say that I don't want to play for the under-21s or whatever? Who does he think he is? Everybody's got to play for the the younger teams first before they, they get to a full international.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, you don't have to. Like I said, there will be examples. Kieran Tierney was just so good and so young that he bypassed 21s. I don't think Kieran Tierney ever played uh, and the full call-up just came I guess I, you, you have to do a bit of guessing If Aaron Hickey feels that We've been really unfair And wants to pick up the phone I, I would love to hear him um, Maybe thinks Stephen He's playing loads of minutes In one of the best leagues in Europe Is he not worthy of a, a full call-up?
8: No I don't think so, no Karen Tierney Kieran Tierney Was playing every hour a week for Celtic And still managed to go and play for Scotland So what gives him the right To think that he can say no, I don't want to play for Scotland, and they all wait until I get a full international. No, it doesn't work that way. I, I would be proud to play I think, for my country. I really would.
1: It's a fair point, and that's where I wonder though if I'm about to the superior knowledge of you two, because it's easy for duds like me, you know, who who can really only dream about these things. That I like to think I would just that would never even be a conversation. I would be there with my face paint on, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: uh, well, it's is a difficult it, it one. It yeah, trying to play devil's advocate here and, you know, we don't know. Hickey could be struggling, you know, with, with a niggle. Maybe he's only training twice a week. You know, there's all these things you have to factor in. Um, as you said, he's a, he's a 19-year-old boy playing an awful lot of football in in the top flight in Italy. Extremely demanding. He's not in one of the top teams. He's in a team that are battling week in, week out. So maybe he looks at these international breaks for him to have actually, to you know, have his body rest. And that's the reason, you know, he thinks at this moment in time playing for the under-21s yep. isn't ideal for him. So the assumption, though, then, at the moment would be that he wouldn't need that rest if it was an A quoted call-up. Well, we won't know until he's called up, because yeah. he, he could turn around and, if it's a genuine reason, say, do you know what, I don't feel like I'm physically ready to do this now and play the rest of the campaign for for his club side. So right. if he does yeah. do that, then, you know, you have to kind of accept it. Now, that would be a surprise, Cammy, wouldn't it?
3: Surely. Yeah, yeah again, I, I feel as if... I think it would have been handled differently within the press. And again, Scott Gemmell seemed really uncomfortable speaking about the, the whole situation and, and knows it's probably a touchy subject of what he says to the media. Um, so for me, that's a, a red flag there that he's probably turned around and says, no, he doesn't want to join the, the Scotland Under 21 squad. And for me, I, I think he should have joined the, the squad when the opportunity was there because I, I just think it's an absolute it's a pathway. Even if he had joined, and and as Marv says, it it looks as if it's going to be a friendly that we're going to be playing. I then think he would have got accelerated into the the full squad. But do you think no- it's
1: the message that it sends out rather Absolutely. than anything else?
3: And I think that that'll sit really strongly with Steve Clark. I think he's a he's a person who. As I've said before He really looks at people And and how they handle themselves And conduct themselves Um, And he he strongly believes That Mm. he's created this culture In his squad And he won't want to bring Any negativity to that In such an important time We've got going forward
1: Yeah The case studies We don't have anything Exactly like this But Ryan Fraser is Flying in the English Premier League At the moment Last we heard He's not in scotland's plans because he pulled out of a squad and he went back and trained with his club and, and stevie clark didn't like it
2: well exactly you know and, and as i said you know would people be as understanding the ones who are saying they want hickey into the full team would they be as accepting of ryan fraser coming back as well he said you know he's in the form of his life so listen different players go through different things i remember myself being a 19 year old player and you know if you're going for your last growth spurt or something like that there could be anything behind it so you shouldn't really be here Natasha in his name without knowing the full reasons obviously we know him to speak yep. about both sides of it but as I said you know Aaron Hickey might have a reasonable excuse or, or in his mind it's the right reason for not playing I don't want to say excuse but the right reason for not playing at this moment in time and you know maybe if it was in a year's time and they call him up and, and he'll join the squad mm. who knows uh, Thank you
1: to Stephen. let's bring in Mark in Paisley. Is there anyone out there who defends Aaron Hickey's decision who, who's all for it? I can see some of you on Twitter why not pick up the phone? Uh, Mark what's your take on it?
7: Uh, I'm definitely in the camp that they should have taken up the call. Um, for these individuals that have got a, a full team call-up, first time out, then that's 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 great for them. But that that's fine. I've never had the opportunity to, to knock back uh, a Scotland call-up, but sure. it's a privilege to play for your country at any level. So for for you to get an under-18, under-21 call-up. And to show the willingness to play at that level and obviously as, as previous callers have said it's a pathway to the full squad I think it's a massive own goal that he's done if he has got an injury um, then yeah. tell the, the people in the know and therefore it doesn't have a negative effect next time round but if if it is that he doesn't feel like he is suitable to play under 21s and just wants to get into the national squad I think he could have made a massive own goal on this one because uh, it does send out a really bad message to all the other younger players out there
1: Yeah I, I'm Matt. seeing I'm seeing a lot Mark on Twitter along the lines of Good on him, he should be in the full squad anyway He's played more minutes in a top 5 league of any teenager this season And um, you know he deserves to be in there He doesn't deserve to be in the 21s with players from all sorts of other smaller clubs I take it you don't buy any of that
7: Uh, Absolutely not We've got a manager there Steve Clark Who makes the decisions About who's going to call up To the full full squad This game in question He's decided that Aaron Hickey Isn't isn't getting A call up to the full squad He has been asked If he's available To play for the under-21s And for whatever reason um, He has declined that Now if he is injured Or he has other uh, Things that stop him doing that Then come out and say that Or at least make the people In the establishment Know that so that when the next game comes along and the opportunity does arrive, arise for him, he doesn't, it doesn't um, get an own goal for himself there, and he does get the opportunity to play at Scotland. Um, f- as I said, a lot of people have said in the past uh, you would chew your right arm off to play for your country, um, and I think it's just it's an opportunity missed for him. And if if, it, if that opportunity never comes around for him again, uh, he'll know exactly the day. That
1: it all changed from. Yeah, I, I like Mark's take on it, um, Marvin, because it is very balanced. He, this is a 19 year old boy. I don't think anyone should be, you know, being too strong in their language without mm. knowing the, the full case. But Mark does explain it quite well. If, if it is an injury and he really wants to manage it or, or whatever, then maybe make that a bit more public. Listening to, to Scott Gemmell there, it, it didn't sound like it was anything like that, did it? it, it what is it? He said, you know, we we, we, we went to Aran to see if the if if his mindset had changed and, and it hasn't, you know, that that just sounds like someone who doesn't want to be there. Sounds like someone who doesn't want to be there. If that's the wrong impression people are taking from it, fair enough. You'd hold your hands up to that.
2: Yeah, if, you know, if he's turning around and flatly refusing to, to join up because he thinks he's better than it, then, you know, Scotland and under-21s are, are better off without him. There's no doubt about it. We've all been in change rooms with players who think they're better than, than the rest of their teammates and things don't end well. But I, I do remember uh, Aaron Hickey talking about pulling out before and, and he did say that it was a fatigue issue. Mm. I remember him saying that. So if that's still something that he's probably looked at it and said, I'm, I'm having a really good season here. You know, I don't want to change things. As footballers, you know, without, we're superstitious about things like that. So he might be thinking, these rests are doing me really well. Maybe shuts down his body for five days then he starts to build up ready for the next league game during international breaks. If These things are working for him. We have to say to him, do you know what? It, it's working. He's doing well. Um, he's a young Scottish player who should be supporting um, in kind of these decisions if, if that's what he thinks Is right for his career Nobody knows You know how it's going to work out Hindsight will be a wonderful thing um, But if, if he makes the right decision And he continues to form This season and next season Then you know You have to kind of respect it. So the type of thing
1: Players care about Or is this more of a A fans thing right uh, Let's fast forward And eventually Aaron Hickey Either does mm. accept A 21s call up Or gets his A squad call up Other players in the dressing room take it take sort of umbrage with that at all, do you think?
3: Um, listen, I don't think they would um they would hold it against them and, and take it too seriously. They they ultimately they'll want the best players in their team to to help them be successful. But I think um this circumstance that Aaron Hickey's found himself in that yeah, for me if he is injured on fatigue he needs to come out and say that. I think he needs to make that clear for himself um because he's going to be tarnished with this um sort of Refusing to play for Scotland under 21s Thinks he's better than that We're already speaking about it So I think he needs to be clear He should have probably advice from his agent Or or whoever it is To say look if you are injured Or or again fatigue is playing a part You need to go and explain yourself to the media Because at the moment everyone Does look like he's refused to play um, For Scotland 21s And I think it's going to be really difficult For him to get in Steve Clark's Mm -hmm. Scotland team
1: Aside from the Optics, if you like, then Mark and the message that it sends out. D- does, he, does he deserve to be in the A squad for you at the moment?
7: Well, yeah. If, if the if the if the offer has came for the full squad, then yeah, definitely. But the question is, is how many times is he allowed to to reject the under twenty one squad? If, if he's asked again and it doesn't suit him, and then it, and that's not two times Turned into five times. And just how many times does he get to reject the under 21 call up and, and waiting for the national squad? That's a that's a massive own goal, and that's that's a that's a very much a bad message to send out to the the young players that are that are that are really want to play for their country at any age, at any level. Um, as I said, most people would uh, would bite off their right arm to play for their country, me included. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's, yeah. It'll be down to Stevie Clark. It depends on how he takes it. And maybe if if, if Aaron Hickey has a, has a word with the powers that be And Steve Clark understands the reasons why He might get a pass on it But what happens next time when there is no excuse for Aaron Hickey He isn't fatigued, he isn't injured And he gets the offer and he rejects it What do you do then? Yes. Then, then, then it is definitely he, uh, he thinks he's too good for the under-21 squad
1: You've put it certainly in, in very interesting terms, Mark You've explained your, your case well Um Maybe different, right, because I get Aaron Hickey's now is already at that level. He's playing in a top five league, he's playing regularly, which the two examples I'm about to give you weren't. But two of our best, most important players at the moment, Andy Roberts and John McGinn, they both came into the Scotland fold by by showing they had a bit about them as as people. Did Gordon Strachan not speak regularly about it, it was something as simple as watching the way John McGinn sort of helped out around the place and, and was, you know, feet on the ground. That, that made him realise that he had you know The type of character he wanted Andy Robertson I think was sent over to train With the, the A squad wasn't he um, And when he got there they all thought oh my, Who's this guy and now he's In case you hadn't noticed he's gone on to do quite well <laughs> Both of them have I'll go back to I accept it might be different Because Aaron Hickey's already at a better domestic level Than they were And um, But I, I know, there's something about being a fan Like Mark that you like stories like that
2: Yeah yeah no I, I definitely understand that I think you know, just being a good player in this day and age is is not enough. You know, as I said, you know, I've been in dress rooms where boys aren't the most easy to get on with. Um, and, and Team Spirit can carry you a long, long way. Listen, I've been in teams that shouldn't have been anywhere near the top of leagues. And Team Spirit has carried us there, um, you know, without being disrespectful to Scotland. I think, you know, they play out of their skin um, each time they meet up as a nation. And culture and, and, and Team Spirit and everything else have a lot to do with that. You know, so you're not going to break that with, with a player that may be deemed big time by others. There's no doubt about it. You know, I'm, I'm not going to name the player. There's probably somebody that, who should have been called up to Scotland looking at their form. Um, and they just might be the wrong character. You know, Steve Cutt's not going to undo all the hard work he's done to bring in the wrong character. And as I said, you know, Aaron Hickey might not fall into kind of that bracket. But if he does, then, you know, as somebody said earlier, he's played a massive own goal. Did you just say you know someone that's not been called up because they're too big time? Not that they are had too big time, but their their character can be questioned. And if I was a manager, would I would have my dressing room. Probably not. Michael who's, was a mate though. Who's he, who's he talking about?
3: I wish I knew. I'll ask him.
2: He's in this room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Mark. It was nice to hear from you. Mark in Paisley on 01419511025. That's going to annoy me. I'm going to spend all night trying to figure <laughs> out who that is. Uh, right, there are eight Scots who've played in the Scottish top flight and they're currently playing in the top flight of a country on the European continent. So guys like... Aaron Hickey. I can't believe that's the only one we've got so far.
3: Say that question again. Go on, oh. Sorry. Just come. Come on. They're Scottish, right? Okay. They've
1: played in the top flight. Yep. But they're now playing a At top any flight point in Europe. Playing, mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And they're but they're currently playing in a top flight in Europe.
2: I've got a few to be fair Go on, Cammy. Lee Irwin.
1: Do you know what? I'm going to give you him. He's not played yet, but I'm going to give oh. you him as a wee bonus Does answer. You know? okay. I like it. It's a bonus. So do you know what? We're back up to nine. He's in Marvin. Canada. Oh, is he <laughs> only he is, hey?
2: <laughs> Liam Henderson. <laughs> yes. Former teammate of you both, I think, yeah. Norman Shanklin. Yeah.
1: Okay. We'll leave it there. We'll get the rest of the answers. And oh, now you Den's want to cut me off? Interesting.
0: Time. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. All Clyde One
1: Super Scoreboard. We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. You should see the state of these two. Honestly, Marvin Bartley <laughs> and Cammy Bell <laughs> jumping about the studio, tapping each other. Saying oh, It's him. It's the guy and, and trying to get the, the names out on this teaser. They're all over the place But I think they're getting somewhere in the end So Jerry and Erskine, well done you've, you've set out You've achieved what you set out to do Can you name nine Scots Who've played in the Scottish top flight Who are currently playing in a country On the European continent In their top flight So like Lee Irwin Liam Henderson Aaron Hickey Lauren Shankland <laughs> What's he doing? Taking a video by the looks of it I'm suspicious of this This has never been done You don't get that with Hugh Keevans And he's Nokia <laughs> Let me tell you um, Well Malve got it. Jack Henry What a pantomime you made Of getting yeah, Jack Henry but, a, but we got It, do it was a carry on Oh my goodness Jack Henry Hornby Oh now he's produced Yes I was certain you wouldn't get him Fraser Hornby Well done
2: Let's move on Yeah With the show
1: <laughs> <laughs> Three to get One you should definitely get Right. One I think you possibly will And the last one You can forget it We'll be here till Christmas
9: Wow
2: That's a challenge That's a How long have 10 minutes
1: Okay um, Aaron Hickey Very much the hot topic At the moment Everyone who's been on the phone So far Saying Not happy with it Should turn up Play for the 21s Do your bit What does David and Pollock Think David?
8: Nonsense Absolutely nonsense And I, I'm quite staying I'd love to play for my country but when a young kid leaves Scotland and he goes to Italy, and he produces a football that he's producing at this minute in time, that's what's wrong with Scotland. And we don't, we don't do not well in tournaments. That is the truth of the matter. Now, I, I don't know if you remember, but I came on here four times before Parson and Gilmer were getting a chance with Scotland. And I asked repeatedly, why was Clark, Sandy, why was the Clark the manager? No, we'll pick these two boys Because we're good enough to play This boy is good enough to play At a higher level So why should he drop down to a lower level?
1: They both turned up and played For the 21s though didn't they? Patterson and Gilmore It was good enough for them
8: But that, that's irrelevant is, is it, it's it? good enough for them You made a point about Tierney Earlier on in the show The Tierney didn't play under 21 Because it was Because it didn't no difference When he played with Celtic Or the boy plays in Italy The boy is playing in a better league than what hmm. Tierney played in 100% better league Yeah but there's maybe a More
1: of an opening at left back when, when Tierney got in There's now not an opening At left back clearly um, So maybe what, Would you have him play right back?
8: No I, I, Listen it, it, If that boy's good enough In any position In a senior club Senior level Then he plays He plays. If he plays at left back Then I'm not saying He's a better player than Tierney I'm not saying that I'm only saying Or Robertson You could play him at right back or Or whatever but I would get that boy into the pool. I would. I wouldn't be snubbing that boy. That's the point I making.
1: I mean, I get that, but but we can't pretend that that circumstance doesn't exist. Now I know there is a school of thought there. He is right footed. He actually has played right back for Bologna semi recently. But if he was a striker, he'd be in the squad, wouldn't he? If he was a if he was a twenty five appearance Serie A striker. He'd be in the squad So it obviously plays a part
3: Yeah it does But the, Ulmer, He's not been picked For the national team He's not been picked For the A team Um He's been given the opportunity To go and join The 21's team If he was going to be Picked for the A team Steve Clark would have Obviously been in communication With Scott Gemmell So it means he's not Going to be, be Picked with, uh, for the national team And I, I just feel as if It doesn't sit well The way that um He's handled it Or he, he's been told To handle it I think if he'd said The right things And And Again, you could always you can always make slight excuses as we've spoke about being fatigued and stuff like that. listen, he's a fantastic footballer, I'm not questioning that. And he could play for Scotland, but I just think the way he's handled this situation is gonna harm him in the future for Scotland.
1: What do you make of that, David, then? Because that's one side of it. You're right. If you think he's a good enough player he should be in the A squad, that's fine. That you know, that's perfectly valid. That the guys I think are a bit concerned about the message that it sends out.
8: But well, what is the same message that Sandy Clark sent out when they didn't play Gilmer and they didn't play Patterson. And then eventually, through situations, you had to give him a game. And the two of them were outstanding for their country. And I'd be betting any money that Patterson's not getting a game at ever. And I would be very surprised if he hasn't pulled into the the A squad and no playing in the next game. There you go.
1: I'm not sure what you mean though because I'm talking about the message that a player sends about their desire, their will to be there. That's what the guys are asking, you know, does it does it look bad? Does it suggest that Aaron Hickey thinks he's better than the other players? That that's what people are concerned at.
8: Listen, I think I'm not sure his age. I think he's a 19-year-old yes. boy. Yes. He's a kid. You know what I'm talking about and he's a fantastic talent. And it's something They you, you need to get them in And speak to them I wouldn't If I was Hickey, I wouldn't be gone to and, and I'm a Scotsman Through and through I wouldn't be gone to uh, Under 21s When I know I can play For the senior team The same as, as uh, Tierney But why not though that That's what I'm saying The
1: list of people David I, I hope Every 21 Now it, To be fair at the moment It's a quite an inexperienced group But I hope all the under 21s Think they deserve to be in the A squad And think they're good
8: enough that, that, That's That's got to be just part of it Surely no, all the under up. twenty ones that's in that team at this minute in time only playing in Serie A and playing outstanding every week and scoring goals for fun.
1: I still feel like we're getting a couple of issues mixed up here, Marvin. Whether he deserves an A squad call up or not, that that, that is a separate thing.
2: Yeah. David
1: makes the case perfectly. Is he's, you know, he's playing at a great level?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, of course he is. But David, I was speaking earlier about the togetherness that you know all Scotland players talk about, all their coaching staff talk about. As a manager, you're not going to bring a player into that that you think maybe could disrupt it. And I'm just, I'm just playing as a, again devil's advocate. You know, I could be completely wrong with this. I think Aaron Hickey, if he's able to do so, when he gets called up to under twenty ones, he needs to join up. If you go in there for one game or one camp, you do extremely well and get called up to the, the A team, fair enough. But I just think turning these things down time and time again doesn't look good at all. And as you know, Cami said earlier, if he wants to come out and speak about why he's not. You know, going and joining up, I think that would be perfect. But at this moment in time, we can go to too many conclusions here as to why he's not doing it. And I get it. It's not just about football and ability, though. You know, Livingston don't just sign, or any club don't just sign players just based on football and ability. If they're going to come and disrupt what you have going, then you're not going to make them part of your squad.
3: Yeah. And again, I would reiterate I've listened to to Steve Clark, I've worked with Steve Clark. He, he would, as a, as a club manager, he signs good people. Um, and he said that before. He wants good people. He wants to create a culture and environment um, where people want to be there. And listen, we've we in the past we've been there with Scotland squads where players didn't want to be there, and we don't want to go back to that because we were very unsuccessful. We've got a successful squad at the moment, and I think Marv's absolutely right. Aaron Hickey should have joined the squad, this twenty one squad in camp and I think he would have only have been in one camp and then he would have been promoted to the to the A team um but at the moment I think he's been badly advised.
1: How do you see the the options in the the squad then Marvin in terms of most people it'd be crazy not to accept that, that Tierney and Robertson or I've got the left side sort of sewn up whether he could go in as a third option there um and the right side is you know Nathan Patterson is now playing even less football at Everton than he was at Rangers Stephen O'Donnell has served Stevie Clark wonderfully well, is probably not enjoying um, great form. Motherwell as a whole aren't either at the moment. Could he get in and and play on the right side, go in and supplement the left?
2: Yeah, he could potentially. You know, as I said, he can cover both sides. Um, You've also got James Forrest, who's back now, who's played at right wing back before. Um. so he he's kind of a, another option. But yeah, listen, if it's just based on football and ability, there's no doubt he'll be in and around the squad. As I said, you know, football's more than that. We've moved on from just being good players. But there's no doubt if it's just based on football and ability, he should be in and around it. And as I said, you know, it's very difficult to talk on this subject because the young man might have a reason for doing this. Let's be honest, you know, he left Scotland to go and play in Italy. He's not scared of doing these sorts of things. So... He's obviously a well-driven man and at this moment in time he doesn't see it as ideal playing for the under-21s but if I'm the national team boss then unfortunately he can't come into the A squad at this moment in time.
1: Thank you David. We'll park it there. I can see more calls still coming in on that so save them up. Give us a call tomorrow. I don't want to squeeze you in uh, and then rush you off. Just a, a final word on Dundee. St Mirren, how big a game is that tonight? Huge,
3: huge game for both clubs. I think St Mirren need to, probably need to get a win there tonight um, to, to really challenge for that top six spot. Um, and Dundee Are fighting for their lives They they need to Keep putting points On the board So yeah Massive Massive game tonight
1: uh, I think Although we're two years on It's probably still Too soon to joke about Covid I hope Mark McGee's okay um, But He's gone from Touchline ban To not even in the stadium Tonight Due to a positive test At Marvin So they've been used to Working without him I don't know If if he tries to stay in touch from home this time or, or whatever, but that's the way it's going to be tonight.
2: Yeah, I think he'll obviously try and stay in touch. And as you said, you know, his health's the most important thing at this moment in time. But with the touchline ban, you know, and I hear Simon Rusk does a lot of the coaching anyway, he'll be on the side. Obviously, Mark will have his uh, little bits that he wants to drop in. But as I said, you know, he's only a phone call away. Um, so I don't think it'll make too much difference to them.
1: Yep, yeah, massive game. Whatever happens, we will look back on it all tomorrow. Dave Galloway's there, so we'll get the. Uh, Post-match reaction To you tomorrow Let's finish off On this teaser then We're looking for A couple more Of the Scots Who've played In the top flight here And are in the top flight On the European continent Guys like Shankland Jack Hendry Aaron Hickey Liam Henderson Fraser Hornby And Lee Erwin
3: I've got one Stevie Mallon
1: Former teammate of yours Oh I love it Cammy That's the one I thought you would get Okay. Oh is that the one Right okay Yep Okay, this one, I think I think this guy's played in Turkey as well, but he's in Poland at the moment. Initials? He's a left back as well, since we're talking about. Oh,
2: them all. play at Leeds. Douglas, Bry Douglas. Douglas, Douglas. Yep.
1: And the one that you'll never, ever, ever get. Is he on. young?
2: Go on. He is young. Jack he, Harper?
1: No. He's oh, in the Netherlands. He's never played top flight here. And I don't think he's playing. Anyway, um, he's in the Netherlands? No. Nope. And he played for Aberdeen? This is a real. Go on Golden gem this one nah, Don't know Frank Ross
3: Oh,
2: yeah. oh Frank yep. Ross I yep. don't know who that is
1: <laughs> <a> no, name. <laughs> There we go Thank you Cammy Bell And Marvin Bartley We are back tomorrow Big night for Rangers In Europe Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Will be here So make sure you join us And Callum Gallagher Is up next